Hey guys, welcome back to the Filmmakers Podcast. I am the maker of the Filmmakers Podcast, Andrew Gardner. In this podcast, we cover famous directors for people looking to get into movies, so we hope you stick around and enjoy the podcast on the Filmmakers Podcast. And also, follow us on Instagram at podcast underscore makers for more movie content. Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, Steve Carell, and Paul Rudd, and Leslie Mann have all worked with our filmmaker on this episode. Judd Apatow has made some seriously funny classic comedies in the last 20 years. Judd Apatow has made a name for himself in Hollywood with his crude, profanity-filled movies that still feel like they have heart within them. Apatow may not have Oscar recognition, but his films are big affairs today. His newest movie, which came out on Hulu, King of Sand Island, was another big hit for his catalog. I remember in my youth having many of Judd Apatow's movies, DVDs, up on my shelf. What I am trying to say is I've been a big fan of Judd Apatow for a long time, even at a point I probably shouldn't have been. In this episode, we will be covering Apatow's most famous film in his career in 2005's The 40-Year-Old Virgin, 2007's Knocked Up, and 2012's This Is 40. These three films might come off as trash comedy with multiple sex jokes and cussing, but I find the scripts fun and easy to keep up with and pay attention to. I can't wait to jump into some of my favorite childhood movies, but first we need to look into Judd Apatow's life before he had fun with many of Hollywood's best stars. Judd Apatow was born December 6, 1967 in New York City. Judd grew up with his father after his parents were divorced. Apatow grew up a fan of comedy in the 80s and was one of a fan of Steve Martin and the Marx Brothers. Apatow would move to Los Angeles and would attend USC's screenwriting program, and he became one of their most famous alumni. Apatow would take improv classes and would even move in with Adam Sandler at one point. In 1991, Apatow would have a chance to write for the 1991 Grammys after a chance of meeting with Gary Shandling. Apatow would later go on to write for some famous shows like The Ben Stiller Show and would write and produce The Larry Sanders Show. Apatow would even write one of the most classic comedy family films of the 1990s in Heavyweights. In the late 1990s and early 2000s, Apatow wrote and produced some of the greatest coming-of-age television shows that ended way too early with Undeclared and Freaks and Geeks. Growing up, I watched Freaks and Geeks on streaming and I was saddened to hear that it only had one episode and was canceled early. Apatow met some famous celebrities like Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill when they were younger, and now they work well together today. Apatow also keeps it in the family as he often casts his wife Leslie Mann in his movies and his daughters Maud and Iris. Today, Apatow is a famous producer, writer, and director, and also has a talent in stand-up comedy. Now that we have some background on Judd Apatow, let's jump into the themes and plots of his films. The first film I would like to cover is an Apatow slash Carell-written film in The 40-Year-Old Virgin. The 40-Year-Old Virgin came out in 2005 before Steve Carell played his most famous role of Michael Scott in The Office. And when Apatow was... All- and Apatow is only known for two canceled television shows and some writing credits. The theme is pretty clear when it comes to the movie, as it is one man's quest to lose his virginity. Andy, played by Krell, is a 40-year-old virgin working at a smart tech electronic store. When his fellow co-workers, played by Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, and Romain Malco, all learn of his secret, they take him on a quest to get laid. They take him to nightclubs, speed dating, and even the bookstore employee across the street that thinks Andy is cooler than he is. Andy is a complete nerd with thousands of dollars of action figure memorabilia and has never found a chance to lose his virginity. The things to do anything for yourself is very apparent within this film as everybody is trying to get Andy laid, but he just has to try it himself. And he tried he, and tried he did as he dates Trish, played by Catherine Keener, and eventually got married and lost his virginity to Trish. Andy finally had the push he needed from his fellow employees, but he was the only one that could help himself out. The theme of helping yourself out is important, but also secrets can hold you back. I understand Andy keeping the secret from his friends because he was embarrassed in front of the whole store, but keeping the secret from Trish would only cause some tension in the long run. He needed to be true to himself and to Trish in order to make the situation less awkward. Also, if Andy would only had confidence in himself, he would have a better chance of losing his virginity. With the whole fi- within the whole film, we always see Andy running away from his secret and always putting himself down. 
It is only when he has confidence in himself that he begins that his life begins to change. When he's finally started to hang out with his fellow employees, he began to jump out of his scales. And when he finally decided to call Trish, he became happy and found the woman for him. Then there was a scene where Andy was play flirting with the bookstore employee and he came off way smoother than he was just because he had confidence and he gained her attention. And finally, when Andy had the confidence to come out to Trish as a virgin, he finally completely confided in with her and lost his virginity to the best woman. This movie uses harsh language and makes several sexual jokes, but the underlying themes only make the movie more hilarious. The next film I would like to cover is Knocked Up, a classic comedy of the early 2000s. This film stars Seth Rogen and Katherine Heigl. This movie follows two single people completely different, having an unwanted child after a night of drunk sex. We see Apatow's films, the theme of sex, and how they, you can lose control of it. This movie really makes you look at how this movie really makes you look how relationships are built and how much worth it takes to be in a relationship. Rogan's Ben Stone and Heigl's Allison Scott are completely opposite that need to learn to work together in order to have a child. Allison is a newly promoted anchor at E News, and Ben is a website designer who finds your favorite celebrities and where they are nude within films. Allison lives with her sister and husband's guest house, and Ben lives with his four weed smoking friends. And remember, Allison's sister Debbie and her husband Pete as they are the main protagonists along with their children in the next movie we'll be covering. So Allison and Ben couldn't be more different, but the power of having an unexpected child helps them. This movie also covers the theme that be, be this theme also covers a theme that might be near and dear to some people as they might be having an unexpected child as well with somebody they barely know. All the scenes where Allison and Ben are fighting about their lifestyles are something familiar to some people. We also see growth within these two characters as Allison learned to love Ben's laziness, weed smoking, and weird career, and Ben learns to become more of an adult for Allison and his unborn child. We see a nice montage of Ben getting his life together as he moves out of his friend's house into a new apartment and getting an actual job instead of living off $14,000 he earned as a teenager living in Canada and also his dirty website. We even see Ben turn down his friend's invitation to go to a bar instead of instead reading up on baby books. This all leads up to Ben making some big decisions while Allison is in birth and becoming the father she's always wanted. One scene I would like to talk about because I don't think I have stopped laughing from it is when Pete and Ben head to Vegas after their girlfriend and wife become mad at them. They end up taking mushrooms, a psychedelic, and heading to Circus LA. Close shots of Ben freaking out as the shrooms turn on them intercuts with the circuits itself. Ben runs out and takes the rest of the night at his hotel. This scene is perfect as it leads to Pete feeling a new appreciation for his wife and Ben being, and ben being yelled at for taking streams that weekend by Allison and takes his life more seriously. This movie might come off as a sticky situation, again, with crude humor, but a serious message of learning to love yourself but always building yourself up is in the movie. <clears throat> the last movie I would like to cover is This Is 40, a sequel to Knocked Up that does not follow the original characters. This movie follows Debbie, played by Leslie Mann, and Judd Wife, and Pete, played by Paul Rudd, and their children Sadie and Charlie, played by Maude and Iris Apatow. The whole Apatow family is in full effect as they dominate the whole film, as their daughters are great actors, and Leslie does a fantastic job playing Debbie, a mom who finds out she's pregnant at 40, owns her own business, and takes care of her wild child. Paul Rudd doesn't have it easier as his record label is failing and he's losing the love for his wife. This movie has the themes of losing your this theme has the movie of losing your youth after the age of 40. The whole movie we see Debbie denying that she's actually 40 and often lies about how old she is. Pete is panicked for most of the movie as he is hiding money problems from his wife and trying to maintain the status of the co-parent. Their whole life is falling apart of the week of their big 4-0. This movie is an interesting look at keeping the love in your marriage and the trouble of losing your youth. Debbie has a problem of her age and always tries to change it, and Pete eats unhealthy and stresses himself out. We also see Sadie, their oldest daughter, going through puberty as she learns to like guys and dealing with her little sister. A fun scene is where we see Debbie threaten Sadie's enemy-slash-crush, Joe, 
and now Pete and Debbie have to deal with the parent of her crush. Melissa McCarthy plays Joe's mom. She is rude and crazy that adds an amazing touch to the movie. This scene also adds to Debbie and Pete's relationship being mended as they both lie about threatening Joe and his mom and only look to strengthen the relationship. And finally, the scene where Pete ends up in the hospital after running away in a panic from his 40th birthday party and the family comes to see him and it ends with a trope of mending fences at the end of the movie. This movie has a very similar tone to the other two movies as they are foul mouthed and have nice themes of heart. The themes in this movie feel separated between Debbie and Pete, but they have the same problems that bring them together. Both their bodies are changing. Both their businesses are fighting money problems as Pete can't get great sales on his newest album and, Daddy ha and Debbie has someone stealing money from her. They both have parent problems as Pete can't stop loaning money to his dad and Debbie will with never seeing her dad. They both fight all the time about their problems, but their problems are the same. And in the end, they notice and remain a happier family. Now it's trivia time. Name at least three people on our social media at podcast underscore makers who have played a part in Apatow films. All right, guys, that's the end of Judd Apatow's episode. Now we'll be covering Adam McKay next episode, somebody that Apatow has produced many films for. We'll have another great episode in Comedy Month.